Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 30. Next, 30. It's crazy. Of Grown Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Micaiah Kanagi. I think I did that right. Thank Thanks, you, Micaiah. So much for supporting us. I I'm, know that you're a swisher, so thank you for that as well. Yeah, double thanks. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined once again by our good friend, Kayla. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. She just loves all the true life adventures with us. <laughs> it's animals. I know. How can you not like it? Now, does she yeah. love them, or were we just like, hey, Both. no one wanted these? I mean, Kayla. <laughs> it's fine. Both are true, and it's totally okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it, too. All right. So today we're going to be discussing the African lion. Um, so it's like the Lion King, but real life. Yes. <laughs> the original live-action Lion King. The original Lion King. <laughs> right, because aren't they actually doing a live-action Lion King? They are now, yeah, with Beyonce, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, I think that's what I heard. Yeah, she's playing Nala. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's ready for the 30-second... I mean, it's time for the 30-second <laughs> Disney Dash. <laughs> we need more coffee. All right, who wants to go first? <laughs> okay. I have my gallery of animals up here so that I can just name what's in it. <laughs> I'm really I'm really curious to see how this goes because we had watched this and then we had a date scheduled to record, but then it didn't happen. So now it's been like it's been a couple it's weeks. It's been a little bit, so yeah. We shall see how much I retained, especially for like a documentary, not like this is a movie with a plot and a right. story, you know? <laughs> so bear with us. No pun intended. Okay, ready? Set. Let's go. Alright, so this is another true life adventure film, except this one focuses on the African lions and the ecosystem in Africa. Um, we get to see zebras, wildebeests, lots of different kinds of antelopes, uh, dictics, monkeys, <laughs> hyenas, pumbas, vultures, giraffes. Rhinos, elephants, and a lot of different birds. Oh, and hippos and alligators. And cheetahs. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's 30 seconds. Oh, there we go. So, in case you didn't go to Wikipedia and search, like, what animals were in the African lion, Meg did it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured that that would be a good way to describe the movie. Oh. Was it bad? I'm down with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better than mine. Kayla, would you like to go next? Yeah. All right. I don't know why I closed that stopwatch. Okay. I got it up. Ready? Yes. Set. Go. Um, it is another Disney animal, animal documentary about um, animals in Africa, like lions and cheetahs, like uh, big cats and elephants, and just life and death and how they survive in Africa. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, perfect. Too. That was only 14 seconds, but it was enough. Oops. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Set. Go. 
We start with Mount Kilimanjaro. There are as many wildebeest as China has rice. I didn't realize how many different types of antelope there were. Necking giraffes and grumpy rhinos, warthogs, intruding lions, lionesses and elephants, hippos and their personal bird beauticians, butt-poking baboons, and we end with cheetah and cheetahs and lions hunting and scary dust twisters. 21 seconds. See, that was a little bit more plot there of what the actual movie was. I forgot about yeah. Kilimanjaro. Because I remember seeing that, or them saying it, and I'm like, ah, it's like the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Animal <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> um, we're, going, we're going to Animal Kingdom for the first time in like four years this weekend, and I'm so excited. It's been that long. Okay, no, it hasn't been that oh my long. God, we went no, on our honeymoon. You. <laughs> we went on our honeymoon. It feels like it's been four years. It's been two. <laughs> <laughs> well, as your this is your favorite park, right? It's very it's close. It's tied to with Magic Kingdom, Kingdom right. is my favorite park, and we're so, doing my favorite parks this weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because it's closer to your birthday than mine, but... <laughs> I'm getting a pretty sweet deal for my birthday, so we can... Yeah. It's fine. I'm not... Yeah, you're going to be in England, so... Yeah. Um, okay. So, History on the African Lion. It was released in 1955. Technic- it was a Technicolor documentary that was released by Walt Disney Productions as part of the True Life Adventure series. The film was shot over three years and it focused on the life of the lion within the complexity of the African ecosystem. Um, it won the Silver Bear Documentary Award at the Berlin International Film Festival. Um, and while we talk about like other animals in Africa, the, like the, the real centerpiece of the movie is the lion, hence the title. Um, also, we the feature mostly tells the story of the lion, all of its prey, including zebras, wildebeest, and elephants. Other animals that are featured that lions don't hunt include the African buffalo, giraffes, rhinoceroses, the baboons. And the film's charming moments come from scenes of playful lion cubs and baby baboons. That was fun, the little baby cubs. Mm-hmm. You put uh, a baby can't like anything in front of me oh man yeah also this is kind of like a precursor to the they they ended up doing one another like lion documentary with like the new version of documentaries that disney yeah. has been doing oh, yeah. it's called it's called cats. like it's called african uh, cats, cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, oh, okay yeah or maybe it's big i had it up on my phone hold on let me no i think you're right i think i'm thinking of a bbc thing <laughs> it's another. called Whoops. african cats and it was released okay, in yeah. 2011 um about big cats from africa Hey, Big Cats was in there somewhere. Yeah, see, there you (laughs) go. We'll have to, like, compare that when when we get to that, you know? Um, And this, while there are cute moments with lion cubs and baby monkeys, they're, you know, they do show the full circle of life, and you see some lions killing animals, so. Yikes. Yeah. But, you know, if you go on the Jungle Cruise, you see the same thing, right? Yeah, true. It's, no, the well, no, they're taking a nap on the yeah, Jungle Cruise. You're right. I'm they're sorry. watching the sleeping zebra. You're right. Mm-hmm. All right, fun facts? <clears throat> yeah, ready. Okay. So this film is heralded by most as the best film in the True Life Adventure series. 
I'm gonna say I still like The Vanishing Prairie the best, but this was probably a close second. I actually really like The Secrets of Life. Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed learning about the bees in that one a lot. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. It was cool because, like, you don't see a lot of information on, like, bugs and insects and stuff like that, whereas, like, documentaries about animals that, like, you can go see at the zoo more often are, like, more readily available. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, like, more made because but I, people have more interest in it. I mean, this was... That's not saying that this one wasn't good. I still liked this one. Oh, yeah. Me, too. Me, too. Um, so it was not nominated for an Academy Award, but as Mike said, it did win Best Documentary Feature at the Berlin International Film Festival. Um, it was successful enough to have several theatrical re-releases, so that speaks pretty loud for a documentary. Um, the What sets the African Lion apart from previous features is that none of the action was like staged or faked. All there was much less narrative. Yeah. Yeah. In this one. It was mu it was more serious. Less like slapstick. You yeah. Know? Like you didn't have yeah. square dancing lions or something like that. Like know? the square dancing <laughs> scorpions. scorpions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so since 1955, many wildlife documentaries had tackled the same subject and with better execution. Today it serves mostly as a nostalgic look back at the predecessor to modern animal planet programs. Mm-hmm. If anything, it will inspire you to watch Disney's The Lion King or ride Kilimanjaro safaris at Disney's Animal Kingdom Park in Walt Disney World. Which is one of the best rides ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've never done it at night yet, so... Oh. Oh, and we won't. Go. We're not going to be there at night this weekend. But oh, eventually. Well, whatever. Eventually. So I wanted to kind of take a look at Elma and Al Malodi. They were the two that filmed this over the whole, three years yeah they filmed for the three years so in 1948 walt saw a short wildlife film by the couple elma and al and was inspired and he was particularly enamored by their humorous sequence of bears scratching themselves <laughs> that just seems like something that would call out to walt so he contacted them without any kind of project in mind and hired them to film on location in um the alaskan wilderness so that was the result of the first true life adventure film which we didn't watch Steel Why Island. Why didn't we? Is that, like, considered a short film or something? It's very short. It's only, like... Oh, okay. Oh, it's, it's really short. It's, like, 20 or 30 minutes, I think. Um, I'm but, surprised that wasn't on the list. But that did win an Academy Award. There's some other ones that we didn't watch, either. Well, we'll watch them on our own time. <laughs> Those could be <laughs> extra magic hours. Yeah. Um, so, Al Melody later recalled, What was great, he said, just go out and get some good pictures. He never told us how to do it. He just gave us independence. Which I think is a little different for Walt. I think that's kind of surprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He seems like such a control freak. Yeah. Yeah. Very particular. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he wouldn't even let the girl who vo voiced Snow go out and do another project, but he just told these <laughs> people to go do whatever they want. <laughs> so, funny story. This film didn't appeal to RKO Radio Productions, who they were still working with, I believe, at the time. Um, who felt that Probably audiences? When they started it. Yeah, they felt that audiences wouldn't sit still for a nature film. So even though this was um, for Seal Island, for Seal Island. So even though the film was only twenty-seven minutes long, there you go. It did win best documentary, a uh, best documentary Oscar. And the very next day, Walt took the Academy Award to Roy's office and said, "Here, Roy, take this over to RKO and bang them over the head with it." <laughs> That's amazing. I know. <laughs> 
So, with the success of Seal Island, the Melodies continued to travel the globe for the True Life Adventure series. Um, during oh, their yeah, Disney, man. look, there's a bunch of these we didn't see. Mm-hmm. During their Disney career, their films won a total of six Oscars, and that includes Beaver Valley, The Alaskan Eskimo, Bear Country, Nature's Half Acre, and Waterbirds. I want to see those. Well, maybe we'll just go back in time. We'll time turner it, you know. <laughs> so they did live in Africa for three years while filming The African Lion. And Elma had a theory about, like, their unique relationship with wildlife. She said, I think the animals know we aren't predators. When hunters would come into the area, the animals stayed away for days. So they must have just had, like, some special gift with, I don't know, animals. That was just their calling. Um, So Elma passed away on April 19th, 1989 at 81. And Al followed her only five days later at 84. So this is, like, like, almost like the notebook style. Yeah, true love, cute pair. You know, meant to be together. And they were inducted as Disney Legends in 1998. And last fun fact, only 6% of film that the Melodies shot was used in the final 72-minute film. 6% of three years. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. I mean, you you have to understand probably that like a lot of the film that they shot is them just waiting for something to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Because you can't be sitting there. It makes sense, but that's still just a crazy fact. Right, like, you need to have it running 24-7 because you never know when they're going to do something. Right. And you can't just, like, especially back in those days, it's not like you I mean, pop I, out your iPhone and be like, here you yeah. go. <laughs> I get mad whenever I miss something really funny my cats do. Right. Imagine missing something the lion did. What if you miss those little cubbies running around? Yeah. Yeah. There's no characters in here for us to talk no. about. No, so I guess we just jump to our favorite parts. I will say before we move on to that, though, that I really, I think it's cool that even though it's called the African Lion, it's like, it doesn't focus on them right away. It focuses on, like, everything around them and, like, how how the whole ecosystem works. Mm-hmm. The circle of life mm-hmm. in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Favorite part is, I'm trying really hard to remember. I wrote mine down. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I should have. Um, okay, well, anything that involved the lion cubs was adorable. And then also, wasn't there a, a part with a leopard? Not a cheetah, but a leopard? Yeah. In the tree. Yes. Okay, so that part was kind of sad, but it was really cool to see it hunt like that. I loved that part. Do you remember that? Refresh me. So the the leopard was, um, was it wildebeests, I think, that it was hunting wildebeests? So it was, there was like a herd of wildebeests, and... It knows to go after the babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it jumps. Uh, it jumped up into a tree before the wildebeests like, got to that area. So they were totally clueless that this mm-hmm. leopard was in the tree. So then he like just dive-bombed <laughs> this wildebeest. Like, yeah. Remember drop bears? Remember Kelly tells you about drop bears? Oh. That's what the leopard did. Yes. <laughs> drop bears. Please go look that up. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a throwback. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that now. So that part was really cool. Cool but sad, but cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, and then like any part with the lion cubs was just adorable. But I love okay, the one part with the lion cubs, whenever 
it looked like the mama lions and the daddy lions were like were um training them to hunt because like they were like out looking overlooking the savanna and the the lions were like kind of clearly pointing out like what they wanted to do and then the babies were just there and then they went and attacked I think it was a zebra that they got Mm -hmm. and um and the babies were just like right they were like yeah you got it they're just like trampling (laughs) behind them Causing trouble, like jumping on the thing while they're dragging. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god! Like, oh, I <laughs> yeah. want to bite right now. <laughs> like again, sad but kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part was one the baboon poking the antelope in the butt because, like, why? <laughs> and then um, that part where all the elephants go to like the watering hole. And then they can't get out, oh, and they just keep slipping and God. slipping and slipping. I forgot about that. And I thought it was just funny because, like, their skin is so dry and wrinkly, but then, like, their bottom half would look super dark, so it looked like they were wearing really soggy pants. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like hippos and elephants a lot, so, like, any parts of the movies with that was good. Um, but the part that Katie said where they couldn't get out of the watering hole was hilarious. Oh, my God. We were seriously just, like, looking at each other and laughing. (laughs) We're like, how long is... It was the one elephant that was just taking forever to get out, and we're like, oh, this poor fella. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wonder what percentage of that film they used. I know. Like, how long did it really take him to get out of the watering hole? He got out, though. He persisted. Yeah, or she. Um, least favorite. I don't care for parts with like birds. I'm not a bird fan. <laughs> and there was like a big chunk where there was just like different types of birds. It was just kind of boring. You didn't like the ostriches. Uh, but they're so weird. Yeah, they, they are. are but I don't know. I just am not a fan of birds and. It's okay. I wanted I'm, to go back to the leopard and the lion. <laughs> I'm not a fan of monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Very unpopular opinion. Honestly, yeah, me too. I, I agree really with like that. Them. Like, they were funny whenever they were poking the antelope's butt. But, <laughs> like, besides that, I'm just kind of like, eh, they're kind of creepy. Maybe because, like, they, they're just too human for me. Like, I think I they are a little. fluffy little cat. I think they are a little too human. You know? I'm just kind of like. It eh. weirds me out a little bit. Yeah. Like. They have, like, a face. (laughs) Not just, like, you know, like, lions have a face, but they have an animalistic face. Like, monkeys have a face. (laughs) And it's weird. (laughs) Do you think they think that about us? Probably. They're probably like, who are these weirdos looking at us? They kind of look like us, but they're big. Are they naked? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where's all their fur? fur? (laughs) Yeah. Monkeys. Yeah, no. Um, I didn't like the part where the rhino was stuck in the mud and everyone oh. ignored him. Oh. Right? Oh, I forgot about that. That I was forgot. really sad. Yeah. And even, awful. They even like came over and looked looked at him and were like, that sucks, and then just kept going. And he just kept <sighs> on, like trying to get out, get out. Was it a monkey that climbed on him? Yeah. I think, yeah. See, I don't like monkeys. They're rude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that it's probably just like survival instinct yeah, where if they were to go help him then they could get stuck too but it's it was sad. sad 
<laughs> and like <laughs> how they ended that scene, they were just like, I think they said something like, oh, and like the night goes on or something like that. And I'm like, what? That's it? <laughs> you're going to show, you're going to build this up and no one's going to help the poor thing. <laughs> I don't think I had, well, I guess that would be my least favorite scene, but I didn't have one till then. Um, but I was just going to comment on the fact that, remember in The Vanishing Prairie when, what did we see? It was a birth scene. I don't remember who gave birth or what animal gave birth. It was a, well, it was a buffalo. A buffalo. buffalo, yeah. Okay, yeah. so there was a big uproar over that and people were like losing their minds. Oh, right, right. But people are like perfectly fine with literally like a bloody lion and a bloody cheetah. I'm all for it because it's all I mean, part of the circle of life and I think you should learn about this stuff. Yeah. It's not like they showed like crazy gore or anything, but like, and people would, if you were to say like, what's the difference? People are like, well, that's just them eating. Well, that's just them giving birth to new life. You know what I mean? Just saying people need to relax. <laughs> I'm with you. It's all educational. All right. Agreed. Thank you. What did we take away from it? Hmm. That I really want to go on a safari, to be honest. Yeah, I, so, I just want to go back to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I just couldn't stop thinking about the safari. Yeah, yeah. Kilimanjaro. Oh, safari. they would like name an animal, and you would like show an animal, and I'm like, oh, they have that one at Animal Kingdom, and they have that one at Animal Kingdom. Did they mention Okapis? There was something that looked a lot. That's like right, the Okapi. It, and they mentioned that it was a ancestor or a cousin of the Okapi, and I right, was like, those are from Asia, right? Yes. Me yeah. and Meg, for whatever reason, that's like the first animal you see on the safari, and like we just wait. Love so if they're from Okapis. Asia, why are they in the Kilimanjaro Safari? Oh wait. I don't know. Maybe they're not. Either we messed up or Disney I have to look this up. up. Hold on. <laughs> also, while you're looking that up, I've been um, I've been super into a YouTube channel family called the Bucket List Family recently. Um, I don't know if any of our listeners know who they are or Kayla if you've heard of them, but the Bucket List Family <laughs> oh, on no. YouTube. No. So they. Uh, for like two years, they sold everything and just traveled the world. And they were able to travel just on sponsorship money from YouTube. Um, so I know it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so they would be in a different location every week. Um, and lead, so they just actually bought a house for the first time in two years. They bought a house in Hawaii. And it was like leading up to them moving home. Um, semi-permanently, because they're still going to be traveling monthly, but uh, their kids are old enough now where they kind of need to go to school. <laughs> so leading up to it, though, they did like three weeks in Africa, and one week was near the, oh my gosh, what is the, the Serengeti? Is that yeah the park there? Serengeti National Park? Yes. I think so. Pretty sure. I think so. Um, so they stayed in a place like right outside the Serengeti and did this like safari thing where you were in like an open air vehicle and they were, they like stopped to eat breakfast because you start at like 4 a.m. because that's just like when people, that's when people, when the animals are like active and everything. Um, so they stopped for breakfast at like seven or something like that. And they're cooking and they're eating. And then all of a sudden Garrett from the bucket, it's the dad from the bucket list family. He goes, 
look behind you and his wife Jess looks back and there's like five elephants and a baby just and like and a baby elephant just like Aww. walking up to their vehicle and like they totally weren't aggressive or anything they were just like passing through it was the coolest thing ever I'm like I, th- I think my heart would explode yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um, they and then they stayed oh sorry go ahead oh no go ahead it's not relevant <laughs> <laughs> and then they stayed at this other place called draft manor and like it's a it's like literally a place where drafts like are in your yard at this mansion that you stay in and you literally like feed them through your windows and stuff of like the Yeah, place the windows are stay. tall enough you can open them for them to stick their heads in and they'll like eat off your table and Oh my god, it was the coolest. I'm like I want to go I feel to like Africa. I've seen pictures of that. Yeah. So it cool. looks really cool. It looks awesome. Um I was just going to say the uh, a copy are from Congo, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Central oh, okay. Africa. So Africa. Cool. So it yeah. fits. Disney did their research. They <laughs> yeah, I know. Blurting <laughs> things out. Ah, what am I taking away? I mean, just that I love learning about animals and nature and like things yeah. you don't you don't think about the African plains. You know what I mean? And just the wildlife like, in Africa is like probably one of the coolest ecosystems to learn about too it's got like all the best animals right <laughs> yeah i mean I yeah whenever you think about going to the zoo it's all african animals you think about seeing for the most part except the tiger that's what i was gonna say True. it's like africa and then the tiger <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in a major city maybe a panda bear true i've never seen a panda bear oh i want to see i don't know if i have either they have pandas at the Edinburgh Zoo and like part of me wants to just run in and go see the pandas and then leave because I just want to see them alright that's all we got that's all we got that's all we got we don't even have a Disney memory no no we don't guys we're out but if you'd like to have your Disney memory featured I can tell a Disney memory yeah, I was gonna say, why don't one of us just do that? Okay. Do we can I it's mine is short. We do we we can each say a little one just to like get try people's, and think of one. Get people's juices flowing to send us their memories. I'll try and think of one while you guys go. Alright, <laughs> so I went to Disney with my parents um like every other year pretty consistently. It was like our family vacation we would go down. So I was about I wanna say I was eight, um, because I think we went on even years. So, I don't remember what parade it was, but the parade that they did at that time would stop on Main Street for a period of time, and the dwarves were, like, around this weird-looking, not like a carousel, I don't think they have the float anymore, but, like, they would be on it, and then they would come off, and they would pull kids from who were, like, standing to watch the parade, and then you got to be, like, in the parade with them. They gave you a flag that you got to wave, and you just, like, walked around the float, like, three times, and you got to be in the parade, and Happy picked me whenever I was eight, and I got to be, like, in the parade for 30 seconds. It was pretty cool. Famous basically. <laughs> I have a picture of it. My mom took a picture of it, and I was wearing a 101 Dalmatians shirt that day. Perfect. I looked very 90s kid. <laughs> it was cute. Nice. 90s kid is the best. Yeah. Um, so I went to only went to Disney like once as a child, uh, and it was when I was like 
four or five. So, of course, being short, I was not tall enough to ride very many things. And one of them was Space Mountain. And um, so, you know, we couldn't ride that. But I did get to ride the uh, Sky Buckets from Fantasyland over to Tomorrowland. So that's kind of my Disney memory from a child. It's, like, one of the only things I remember. That and, yeah. like, you know, the the wires with, like, the harness on the end. And it's the invisible dog. Yes. I remember I remember getting on Small World and someone in that area, probably a cast member now that I think about it, had like one of those and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever and like blew my mind and I didn't yeah. understand how it worked. They and... used to sell those at Haunted Mansion. Yeah. 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 So um yeah, maybe it was a guest just like playing with it. Who knows? But those are like the two things that I distinctly remember from my trip. I loved the sky buckets. Yeah. They I were miss awesome. Those. Well, they're kind of bringing them back, but not in Magic Kingdom. They're going to be a form of transportation yeah. to Epcot and Hollywood Studios from some resorts. Yeah, I heard that they were going to have air conditioning, though. I hope they changed I their know. mind on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be rough. That's going to be <laughs> sweat buckets. I'll ride oh, them in literally. January or February. <laughs> <laughs> right? Some nice cool breeze up there. Do you got anything? Yeah, I'll pick one from my college program. Um, so my favorite part of working at Disney and the favorite part of my college program was working the Halloween parties. Yes. Um, so I got lucky enough to work quite a few of them. So you get to wear a different costume. You get to do different things. Like um, You get to play games pretty much. So we had tic-tac-toe. We had bowling. Do we have bowling? Yeah, we had bowling. Yeah, okay. I think you guys did. Yeah. Um, and uh, a couple other games, but there was one game... You know, like, beanbags? That's what I'm getting to. There's one game you didn't <laughs> want to get, and that was, wow. like, this weird tic-tac-toe board that, like, spun when you threw a beanbag at it, but it didn't really work very well, and, like, no kids really cared about it, you know what I mean? So here you are, like, trying to have fun, and no one wants to play this dumb game with you. But I was in uh, the Buzz Lightyear toy shop right after you get off the ride, Oh, I remember this. Story. And there was some kid who just like he loved it. He loved this game, and of course that just like sparked me, you know, because I was like, "Yes, someone Finally. wants to play with me." <laughs> so we played for like ever, and then because he made like such an impression on me, I wrote him my first ever like magical moment card, which you can like write out to like commemorate it or whatever. And I just thought he would think it was cool, so I handed it to him. But at the same time, I was like, "He's like seven; he's not gonna care." loved it loved it ran to his parents told them they came back and like can we get a picture with you and him it was just so awesome and you're like just... in somebody's photo album i know that's crazy yeah. that was probably my first like real disney connection moment as a cast member and that kid made an impression on me yeah it was just it was a good night it was cool. I have another really quick story. <laughs> I just thought of one. This now that we're really down cool this road. <laughs> this is a right. cool one, though. It was during a Christmas party. Oh, I know this one. And so Main Street, I worked on Main Street, and we also had games, and ours was um, Snowball Toss. Elf Ball. Elf Ball. It was Elf Ball. So I don't know if anybody has heard of this trick before. But we had, like, a little bucket, and then on the bottom, it was basically just, like, a wad of masking tape, but then you <laughs> put the masking tape ball, like, on a rubber band attached to the bottom of the bucket, so you would tell, like, you would have to, you had to have an imagination to play this game, and, like, you couldn't just give it to anybody, like, the right person had to get this game, and I loved getting it, because you had to 
have a pretend ball. It was an elf ball, so it was invisible and magical. So you would give the elf ball to the kid that wanted to play with you, so you'd, like, pretend like you were giving them this invisible ball, and you would explain it to them, be like, I'm giving you a magical ball right now. You have to throw it to me, and I'm going to catch it. So then the kid would, like, throw it, and you would make the noise with the masking tape wad on the bottom of the bucket like you caught it. So, like, they would throw it, and you'd time it right so that it sounded like the ball went in the bucket right when it should. (laughs) And kids thought it was the best game ever because they were just like, I really had a ball in my hand. Oh, my God. And then, like, they were all about it, and kids would play it for way longer than their parents wanted them to. Um, <laughs> Do you know how much I paid to be at this party? Right, you yeah, right. invisible ball. <laughs> I have hot cocoa and cookies. Too. <laughs> so I remember being out on Main Street in front of the theater, which is where like Tony's Town Square restaurant is and where you meet Mickey. And there were these two little girls who like their parents were talking to a a cast member and I I didn't know what was going on. So I just started playing with these two little girls with elf ball and they were loving it. And then all of a sudden their mom, one of their moms, because it was two moms, one of their moms comes over and like says that it's time to go. And it was Jillian Michaels. (laughs) 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 It was Jillian Michaels, like the, like the fitness lady, the famous fitness lady. And she came over and it was her daughters that I was like playing that game with for, I'm not (laughs) kidding. It was like a half an hour. And then I was just like, oh, oh, I know you. (laughs) So that was kind of, uh, that was cool, but I loved playing that game. They d- we did it for Halloween, too. It was called Ghost Ball. Oh, okay. Every now and then, like, some for some reason, that'll pop in my head, that memory, and I'll be like, Meg, do you remember when we played Elf Ball with Jillian Michaels' kids? And she's like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, the magic of I'm ex- I'm one of those weird people that, like, knows every celebrity's kids and, like, who they are and what they look like and their names and all that stuff, because I just... You have a memory for that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. So, like, as soon as she walked up, I, like, looked at the kids, and I'm like, oh, I do <laughs> recognize you. And it all clicked. Weird. Yeah. All right. That was a good little little round there. Yeah. So send us your memories. Yeah, email us at grownupkidspodcast. It doesn't have to be your favorite memory, just a fun Disney memory. Yeah, because I could keep going. Yeah. We all could. I have many more. Many more. And if you, I mean, you have to hear us the whole episode, so (laughs) you better give us the memories if you don't want to hear us talk more. Yeah, because I'll give you more. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kayla, for our short and sweet African Lion episode. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Short and sweet like a baby elephant. (laughs) Yeah, they are sweet. (laughs) And I guess they're short compared to their mom and dad. Okay. It's your turn. So, Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify, so make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on all the social media channels. On Facebook, we're Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, we're at Grown Up Kids Pod. On Patreon, we're at patreon.com forward slash Grown Up Kids Pod. You can get access to our... Or Extra Magic Hours <laughs> episodes, and you can just support us, which we would appreciate. Um, and if you want to be on an episode with us, I've posted a li- uh, comprehensive list of all of the movies that we'll be watching, along with availability to be on the show with us on our Facebook discussion group. So head on over there, and you can check that list out, comment on it, email us, or message us with what movies you're interested in joining us on. 
Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to watch The Littlest Outlaw ahead of next week's episode. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.